and novelty songs. Spurs, girls, and novelty songs. Spurs, girls, and novelty songs. Spurs, girls, and novelty songs. That's how you know. I mean, it's how you know we're an amateur podcast, not a professional one. Because a professional one, they would count it down like five, four. <laughs> for yeah. the listener, Kelly was—he's—he was silently doing it after he started. Yeah. So yeah, for the listener, we might have all hit uh, record at a slightly different time. So if we're all talking over each other, that's why. Also, <laughs> for the listener. Oh, I, oh wait, what was the whole lot retroactively? Wait, too. No, 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 I want to. Okay, you go, you go, you go. Yeah, okay. But that I, counts retroactively, too. Okay, no. no it... Wait, sorry. <laughs> Kelly? Go ahead. I don't like this bit what? anymore. Uh, Why not? Oh, too close to home? <laughs> no, I just wanted to mention how many good visual gags we always have on our audio-based podcast that yes. the listeners just miss out on. It's true. Listeners, I'm naked right now. Yeah, Scott's totally naked. <laughs> I don't like that bit. I'm, oh, but my camera's off. Actually, got new shorts. Ooh, that's a oh, that's a great. This topic is a good topic. Open. Kelly, <laughs> tell us about these shorts. It's, so, it's more like a hot open, isn't it? Yeah, it's a hot. Oh! It's a hot this the, the shorts I got. I wanted some athletic shorts. Most of my shorts up until this point have been like cutoffs, and they're cutoffs of skinny jeans, and they don't feel yep. good anymore. Like John Cena. So I got some athletic sort of sweatshorts <laughs> to lounge around the house in and maybe golf in. And Sam said, I can't wear them outside the house because, like, you can see things. Oh. And I'm just like, little... you can see those things when I'm wearing, like, normal pants, too. You, it's just, it's, it's just stupid. It's, Wait a minute. Is, is she... this just a story so you can brag about your massive bulge? No, it's my tiny little dimple poking out. <laughs> that's probably why it looks weird in in my sweatshorts is because you know how like your zipper like uh has the little curve sometimes no mm-hmm. oh yeah scott knows scott gets it i don't have i wait i don't understand why would you have that problem where the zipper curves you get the little like zipper boner you get a zipper boner. yeah no mine's flat just flat against my body <laughs> you get a zipper boner and then everyone in school laughs at you yeah and they're like, they all chant in unison, ha, 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 that's not a zipper boner, that is a real boner. You have, uh, uh, hormones. Save it, Kelly. You can do it. There you go. That wasn't you what I was going for, but yeah. You're going through puberty just like we all are, but if we point at you, then you can't see that we are also insecure. Man, kids are vicious. I hate working with kids. Welcome to Smooth Scoops and Holiday Sauce. <laughs> hey, what the hell? We were just, we were, that was a, Kelly was mid-transition and then you did your own transition. No, it's okay. I don't want to talk about children. They, they're, they'll, they'll probably listen to this and then rip me apart on Vine or something. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. I felt like it was a good time because Kelly said children are vicious. <laughs> that felt like a good punctuation. I guess to get into Shrek, how, why not? The podcast about dumb shit. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> carry us. I'm Scott, and I'm Kelly. Carry us away, Marty. Carry the pod. <laughs> this week it's Donkey Shrek Week. That's right. We're reviewing Shrek, a 2001 animated comedy film based on the early 90s fairy tale book of the same name. This was directed by Andrew Adamson and Vicky Jensen and was the second picture to be made by the DreamWorks Animation Studio after, of course, The Prince of Egypt. This film features Mike Myers as Shrek, a giant green ogre, Eddie Murphy as Donkey, an annoying talking donkey, Cameron Diaz as Fiona, a princess who is more than she seems, and John Lithgow as Lord Farquaad, a man who is full of shit and has a Napoleon complex. This movie is a true icon of the genre. Shrek takes aim at every fairy tale trope it can possibly do, riffing on anything and all of the genre. Grim Brothers, beware! You're about to be spoofed on. Hey, Marty, this... they're dead. Let's not. Uh, let's <laughs> no, not. That's why we're uh, doing too hard on them. Recently, I think that's why we're doing this movie. <laughs> yeah, the... <laughs> it's it's. My homage to the Grimm Brothers, of course. Yeah, twenty twenty's been so hard. <laughs> we lost the, the Grimm Brothers, Brothers Grimm. died. Yeah, aka the Property Brothers. Oh man! Now, 
before I say gentlemen, I want to add one personal note. I feel like Shrek gets a hard rap. I think Shrek is actually a really good movie. I think it gets lumped in with two other movies that have a similar problem, which is Pulp Fiction and Juno. I think all three of these movies, which kind of (laughs) are, they poke fun at genres and stuff. They get, let me finish this point. I have to. (laughs) They get a hard, (laughs) they get a hard rap because they were all three really specifically tongue in cheek movies that, basically ruined the decade after them for movies because every movie after them was trying so hard to rip them off and they missed the true thing that worked in all three of those movies was the heart in the movies. Shrek works because of Shrek's character and the growth his character goes into from going from a guy who doesn't believe in fairy tales to at the end of the movie, he genuinely believes in something. That's what makes this movie fucking work. And every animated movie that came after missed this. It just became tongue-in-cheek city, and it ruined animated movies for a decade. And reference city. Yes. Which is the uh, same problem Juno had, I think. I thought what you just said was crazy. Yeah. And then, <laughs> but then I remember. I going thought in, about it more. I thought about it too. I, and I remember going into Marty's dorm room, and he had a Shrek poster, a Juno poster, and a Pulp Fiction poster. So it kind of all and that's sense. it. And that was all the furniture. Yeah. And they were kissing. I positioned them so they were all kissing each other. Yeah. Too. yeah. And a triangle. And yeah. you like cut holes into each one. Uh, okay. So here's what uh, I from what you said. All all these movies also like have like a very like I think sort of like distinct um style of dialogue in them yeah and they're yes. and they're all feature like they they're all going for like capturing like people speaking in a very like real way in an unreal world kind of yes um so yeah i guess i i get i get that yeah and then yeah shrek is a movie about a guy g- going from being a, a cynical loner to accepting love and and friendship. I'll say it, magic, baby. <laughs> yeah, at at first I didn't really agree with mo- what Marty said, but then I thought about the last three decades, and the only movies I can remember are Juno, Pulp Fiction, and Shrek. So <laughs> I guess you're right. Yeah, the three decades. Yeah, all the other movies I, are I, in the I, shadows of those movies. I, Juno is the one I think is actually the apt comparison. I only include Pulp Fiction just because, like, I needed an earlier movie to make that comparison, I think. But, like, Juno is the one I always think about. Because, like, Juno, I think, is a really good movie. Uh, but everybody tried ripping off Diablo Cody's style of dialogue for, like, ten years. And it was... It what are you talking about, Broziah? <laughs> but, it, yeah, it's, like, all of the, like... That the tree of like the Apatow comedy stuff is where like all that got like rough and like DreamWorks Studios going back to Shrek like they copied this movie and to the point of making like 80 sequels to Shrek itself and they just like diminishing returns because they just like missed that like this could only really work the one time like this worked really well this time and afterwards it's like you're gonna lean on Donkey too much in the sequels you're going to forget that the movie works because Shrek becomes a lovable guy over the course of the movie, which who doesn't like that in a movie? Uh, Lithgow is a big part of why this movie works. I think the character is such a terrible villain. And you, of course you're going to hate this guy. Like that's why it works. You it's like old wrestling logic of like having a truly atrocious bad guy to make you love the good guy more. And this movie nails that so well. And like, they just never follow this up. Well, I think Shrek two is fine. Uh, I'm having like this like weird like existential crisis right now. Like, uh, <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I just I can't have a believe. Lot of thoughts. I just can't. I never thought I'd be on a podcast where like we're like seriously like breaking down. We're doing like this like clinical breakdown of Shrek. This feels so gross to me. <laughs> yeah, now I feel dirty. <laughs> it just feels so weird to be like just like dissecting like just it's Shrek, dude. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I, I, and, and uh, I agree, <laughs> but we're here. I do agree. I I love when I love the when you said wrestling uh, wrestling villain like logic or whatever. I did like 
I love that shit. Like I love. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm trying to. Th- I can't think of any other like good examples. But like UHF, the villain in UHF, we talked about how he's just a walking yeah. dollar sign. Like he's just uh, bad guys who like they're not bad because t- they're not bad to achieve something they love. They're not using badness to go after something they love. They love being bad. I yes. and those are really fun villains. It's fun for like a comedy, right? Like like if you want more nuanced antagonists so you have to look for like a drama right like but in a comedy it's fine to just make your villain a really reprehensible person and this movie just nails it you are not supposed to like lord farquaad at all he is and they are so mean about his character he's really short and there are so many jokes in this movie about how short he is and they just keep hammering in that home and you know what it's a fucking home run every single time in my opinion i think all those jokes are funny I also think that like if we're if we are gonna do this uh clinical breakdown of Shrek, just as interesting as getting into the inner workings of the various plot devices, uh, we also gotta talk about like the like meta culture around Shrek because it's it's ta- it taken on this like whole second life on the internet yes. uh of you know like memes and shit. And yeah. even that, I think, is like, I. it's almost, that's played itself out just as much as Shrek the Third, I say. Yeah. Scott gets it. Shrek the Third is bad. <laughs> Shrek too good. I think Shrek, what is it? Forever Shrek after. Forever After. It's fine. Shrek the Third is like, by people who like the movie beyond it being, because it's not bad. It's just is like one of those movies that got memed to hell so now if you do say you enjoy it they're like oh like ironically i feel like that's the go-to for people i watch this movie i uh, it's been a long time i think since i've seen this movie like and paid attention to it it's on in the background at the gym all the time while i'm getting swole and i'm like haha donkey haha fiona so fun the robin hood and his merry men haha <laughs> but if you watch it in detail it's like the animation's really really puppety the camera movement oh my god dude oh. the camera movement was like making me sick because it was just like this yeah the late aughts or, or i guess mid aughts um like uh they just learned how to do that in like their animation engine and you can like see where the camera starts and stops and like it's on these really smooth hard tracks and there's like no it just feels like compared to like what you watch now with like a dreamworks or pixar film especially oof it's it was it was rough donkey's character in general the hairs on donkey are like you can't look at them if you look at them you're like whoa that looks really (laughs) shitty and cheap it looks so cheap in this movie the shrek i thought was animated fine mm. but yeah donkey is the one where it's like don't look at donkey too long because those hairs are just like pixelated as fuck and like very jagged and look like really poor photoshop style almost. but that's the th- i remember seeing it as a kid and being like oh my god the, um i mean they spent so much money on this movie because of Chris Farley initially supposed to be doing the Shrek voice and they had like like half of his lines recorded I think or something like that so then yes. they had to re-record for Mike Myers. Mike Myers halfway through recording or like after recording all of his lines decided he wants to have an Irish accent so they had to reanimate all of Shrek's lines because it doesn't the mouth movements are different. Yep. And then you look at like the models of like the humans in this movie. It, like specifically the humans for me were so disturbing and disorienting a little bit like it's just there's a lot of uncanny valley in the animation yeah and then the lighting too like we've come a long way like it's this is not a movie that i think i when i eventually have kids i don't think my kids are gonna be like into this movie the way kids depending i don't know maybe they are i don't give a shit it's a funny movie it's funny i don't give a shit (laughs) no 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 it's it's funny don't get me wrong it's not a bad movie i'm just like looking at it and like yeah. paw patrol has like the same quality of animation as this right now okay that's kind of where yes, i'm coming yes. from like right. if i showed this to my kid after he watches an episode of paw patrol he'll be like lo-fi much and he's like four <laughs> and i'm like dude you're so hip and then he'll play a record for me Uh (laughs) i think like if you're trying to get kids into irreverent comedy this is a very safe movie to play for kids like i i think it's a good jumping off dude they say ass in this movie what are you talking about every 
parent's goal. Yeah, but ref- that's what a donkey is, Scott. Yeah, Scott. They don't re- say ass oh, when they're referring to Oh, I missed butts. that. They say, don't that's forget his to last name. Please don't. Oh, walk. That's very clever. Pl- wow. Please don't walk on the grass. And don't forget to wipe your face. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I got nervous for a second. Yeah, Oof. I was nervous too. I remember geeking out, and my I remember my dad laughed real hard at that when I watched this in the theaters <laughs> with him. No joke, he laughed so hard. You doing this? Oh, I. Oh, nice. Oh, JD. Like Shout him, out like to JD. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I had a big. My biggest take actually from watching this movie, besides my other big takes that I, I listed up top, uh, I thought the music didn't. Uh, a lot of it doesn't work. It's so weird that the music is so famous for this movie and the soundtrack. Yeah, was such it's a kind thing. of an iconic soundtrack. But I thought it was really all the the first couple songs, the Smash Mouth song and the uh, Runaway or the Joan Jett song. Uh, both I was like, did they not cut this to this song? It feels like it's not edited to the song at all, and it really doesn't work. Like both those songs particularly stood out as like. Ah, uh, this is really rough. And in general, I thought a lot of the like bigger name songs in this movie are all like pretty shoehorned in. Like it just felt like at the, they were like, "This is the '90s. We have to include a Smash Mouth song, okay? We have to include Bad Reputation because everybody uses Bad Reputation for a fight scene. You know what I mean? Like this movie, this movie was better when it was all of the weirder. Uh, when all, they did all the montages of traveling and stuff, all the music and that stuff was really nice. And then they would go back to like rock. Let's see, songs we got and, uh, who sings uh, Five Hundred Miles." Oh, I wrote that down too. The Pretenders, or is, it's the Somethingers. And, uh, I think it's a cover of that though. Five hundred yeah. miles and a would That one. Well, it's that was those guys. Yeah. No, gee, I'm God. <laughs> The cover of the the guys who sing that song sing a different song on the soundtrack, and then you got Rufus Wainwright covers uh, the Hallelujah song. Yep, which is good in this movie. The Shrek soundtrack goes off. I I don't care who. Oh, I had it on CD. That's what I'm saying. This is that's the thing. I don't even think we can judge this movie fairly because it's such a a millennial. Uh, which I wouldn't understand because I'm just a young Zoomer, but it's such a uh, millennial-based movie, and then and then yeah. the memes too are like specifically for like I feel like half of what that that memedom is is just like hey remember this '90s kids like, and that's yeah. why it's like kind of like it's, it's so hack to me. I'm sick of Shrek, and I'm sick of the Shrek meme i've i've like gone around the irony bend to now i'm just back to like genuinely liking like shrek like yeah, yeah. this is a yeah. good Can kids we just movie. like it and not make That's a big deal out it. of it like yeah like most things I, you need to say that oh god kelly please tell that to the rest of america like every fandom ever needs to hear that yeah all right well i have the platform for it right now <laughs> yeah. we know you're all listening you know the they do make a babe reference in this film Oh, and it is in an official uh, spoof, scoops, and novelty songs uh, official spoof because it does feature a bullet time, the oh, Matrix yep. sequence. <laughs> yep, it sure does. God, they must have gone back and like they're like, we have to include this. Like, we have to write in a sequence where there's a bullet time scene. I think scene really it's so hard to imagine Shrek is not uh, fucking Scottish or whatever. Like. I, I think yeah. Myers was right to be like reanimated laddies. I think it was a good choice. Well, yeah, I mean, like, I can't. I, I'm surprised they didn't push back on it. I think is what surprises me more than, yeah, uh, it working. Well, maybe they were just like, damn it, he's right. Yeah. I mean, he's two Austin Powers movies in at this point. Like, he has clout. Like, he can go. He can. This say, is peak Mike. No, I'm going to do this. This is yeah. absolutely. Yeah. They were going to say Myers. no, and then he like he he pulled down the collar of his shirt to reveal like a big <laughs> ruffled like tie underneath, and he's like, <laughs> "Remember who you're talking to? Do I make you Randy, baby?" <laughs> Or do I make you Shrek-y, baby? Uh, you, you just undercut it. <laughs> I, had God. To, I had to. I so, had to. I had to. Uh, <laughs> I think the... Okay. This is hard to explain. Because it won the first ever Academy Award for Best Animated Feature. That's got to yes. hurt from Pixar, dude. <laughs> That's got to hurt, man. It beat Finding Nemo, I think. No, it was Monsters, Inc. 
Oh, but it was wow. also up against Jimmy Neutron Boy Genius. <laughs> okay, heavy competition. Wow. So it was basically between of Shrek Uncanny Valley and Monsters Inc. Yeah. And I think they picked the right movie. But yes. like as a as Pixar, you got to be like, well, we probably won. Like not knowing that Shrek's about to come out and be unleashed. I mean, what was it, it was Toy Story, Bugs Life, then is is Monsters Inc. the third yeah. Pixar? Yes, or the fourth maybe, but it was after those. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I, I think. I think. Uh, the two follow-ups to a to- uh, Toy Story were kind of Toy inferior, honestly. Toy Story two might have been before Monsters Inc. But like Bugs Life is worse than Toy Story, right? And, yes. And Monsters Inc. Yes. is worse than both, right? Yes. So maybe that's why they didn't get the win, even though I feel like that like category was you know like kelly is saying like almost invented for them but yeah yeah. well it's funny because they didn't win until the third year of it i think yeah they won in 2003 because spirited away won in 2002 oh and well deserved yeah yeah that uh makes a lot of sense no i think uh cars is better than spirited away it was uh lilo and stitch treasure planet spirit (laughs) stallion of the Stallion of the what? Stallion of the Cimarron. I forgot that was a movie. Yeah. And then oh my god, uh, Ice Age. I don't think Spirited Away is that good. You're wrong. Sorry. (laughs) Yeah. Marty, I don't know why I do a podcast with you because we. All right, go watch uh, Fatal Addiction again or whatever. I thought I it was better than it's fatal better than that. Okay, but like in terms of uh, Miyazaki, I definitely thought it was. uh, I think that's one of his best. We could go and. Details oh, on it. Spirited wait. Away? Am I, no, yeah. I'm thinking of Howl's Moving Castle. Howl's Moving Castle is kind of. Yeah, it's, it's, yes. yeah, why don't Howl's you shut Castle. your mouth about I'm things sorry. you'd I'm know sorry. nothing of? I, I'm, oh, I'm most apologetic. Oh, please spare me. <laughs> Marty's a big Porco Rosso fan. <laughs> <laughs> I actually like Kiki's Delivery Service. Love Kiki's. No, oh, hell, I haven't dude, seen, it's I haven't good, seen though. most of these. Totoro. It, okay, Totoro's, Totoro's like the bottom. best one, obviously. No, I think what? It's, dude, it's not that good. It's not that good of a movie. Totoro's so it's good. It's an iconic no. character, but the movie itself, not that fun. The character's nothing. The character's barely in that movie. No, Totoro is such a good I think movie. It's, it's such a delightful, good. like. It's, it's not oh, about Totoro, it's about the yeah. girls. Yeah. I'm. Like Kiki's is the perfect mix of like it's for children, but adults can watch it. Totoro is like strictly for children in my eyes. It just wasn't that fun wow. to watch as an adult. Sorry, hot take, I guess. I yeah, I think, I think so. like saying it's at the bottom of Miyazaki's films is not that bad of a statement though, because they're all still really fucking good. I think it means you are a bad person though, mm-hmm. Kelly. I hate to break it to you. Yeah, I'm the as bad a boy of zero out of ten on Kelly. <laughs> Oh, and as a spoof, rated- I hate to say it, as a spoof, zero out of ten for Spirited Away. <laughs> wow, what? <laughs> you know what? I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Um, back to Shrek, I guess. Yeah, Ugh. yeah. We can go back to Shrek. It's okay. Uh, I okay. <laughs> when we started watching this, or when we when we got to it, I was like, I guess I just couldn't remember the whole plot, and I was very excited for Big Gingerbread Man to come out at the very end of the movie for the grand finale that doesn't happen that's shrek 2 and i was disappointed i think the gingerbread man is probably my favorite character so is pinocchio they're barely the gingerbread man's uh torture scene though yeah i know it's classic it's gold I mean, that was like what sold the movie to people was that scene. Like they, that was so heavily featured in trailers and stuff. Mm-hmm. I actually liked that they didn't. Uh, that the first half of the movie is so fairy tale spoof heavy. I was so glad that they got they stopped paying attention. I was glad the movie grows into just being about Shrek and Donkey's relationship and Shrek and Fiona's relationship. Like I was glad that it got away from the spoof stuff so much because I think it would have like I thought it would ruin the movie to be if they included any more of that later on. Like, oh, it would just I like get that, uh, monotonous after a while. Yeah, I like that it became about the tropes of a fairy tale story and not about the specific moments or characters or things that happen in specific ones. Right, like I. I don't know. I well, think this movie is like, like, so well written. <laughs> it's the movie's also sort of making fun of two things. Or there's like almost like two kinds of fairy tale stories. Like there's like sort of like the archaic like Grimm's fairy tales where like 
Marty is giving me a thumbs up right now. <laughs> no, I was counting. Okay. One. So Grimm's fairy tales where it's like archaic, where like the story is like, there was an old woman who could turn people into a boot and her granddaughter wanted to get married, but the guy she wanted to marry said she was ugly. So the grandmother turned him into a I boot, like but then the king <laughs> decided to wear the boot. So it just goes to show oh, that no, no, no. like, or it's just like, it's just like, this makes no fucking sense. Like, it's like there's not really like there's not like three acts there's like barely a lesson yeah. learned it's more ju- and right. it, it and then there's like the more like the disney version of fairy tales where like there's three acts like there's an obvious like growth arc for the character and so yeah. like shrek starts out making fun of those like weird archaic fairy tales and then ends making fun of like the like formulaic like disney kids movie fairy tales oh now i'm getting a big two thumbs up from Marty. I don't know. I agree with everything Scott said. It's it's good. I honestly think Shrek 2 is better. It's more memorable than Shrek 1. But at the same time, I'm thinking budget here. They probably had a lot more money to spend. And they spent it a lot wiser because they didn't have to reanimate all of Shrek's mouths. <laughs> I didn't expect this take from you that you like Shrek 2 so much, Kelly. It's, Shrek 1's fine, but Shrek 2, it's wow. like the Spider-Man 2 to Spider-Man 1. Whoa. In the Raimi series, now of course. Now that, it, no one was, no was going to get confused there, Kelly. <laughs> people, there's so many Spider-Mans 1 and 2 at this point that, yes, like, people can get confused, and it's okay. They're like, I love the Rhino cameo at the end. Oh, my God, it makes it. Dude, it's Paul so Giamatti getting snuffed out of spider-man yeah. 2, out of the amazing spider-man 2 i'll never mm. i'm so i'm still mad i'm still upset wait was giamatti supposed to be the rhino he, he is, is the, the rhino, rhino but he's, he's got scene. like a two like a one minute scene it's so no. frustrating because it would have been great it's i'm insane. googling this right now it been so, so i can good. see giamatti i can see giamatti as the rhino right now if i google it yeah but it's like a mech suit it's not as good as it could have been but it was still like it's not a literal I'm a, rhino suit. I'm a big Giamatti fan. Paul Giamatti. Yeah, who isn't? Just side. I honestly really like Sideways. I think that's like weirdly one of my top ten movies. Not a good spoof. It's not a spoof. Oh, you know what? I did see this. He just has like a head tattoo in his ball. Yeah, he's like yeah, busting out not, of prison or something. It's not. <laughs> I wanted him to have a big ass horn on yeah, his head. Yeah, of course. Yes, oh, it yes. would have been amazing. But who doesn't want that? Why would they not but do that? It's this was like, the of Nolan era of superhero films where they're like, no, yeah. we got to make it believable and real. Don't stylize oh, it. Boo. God. Screw that. Oh. Like, no, can't be. Can't be is superheroes are can't be. It's supposed to be stupid. And now we got this like terrible hybrid of the two. That's just like so boring, mm. but we can get into that. Speak in my that. language, Kelly. We'll speak in my language there. <laughs> yeah. The only, I mean, Raimi was the only person to ever get that tone. I thought, like, Spider-Man Two is the yeah. perfect tone for a. Raimi's doing movie. Strange Two, though. Yes, it's not going to be. I don't think. I think he's going to have to stay on the Marvel rails, though, which yeah. is not fun. Yeah, I don't know. We got the fact they switched directors for that, and they got him. I was like, he kind of is a. He's grown into being kind of a studio director at this point, where he just gets brought on for like big budget projects because they know he can bring it in under yeah. budget. I know you don't like Watchmen, but I like the new Watchmen sh- series, and I like. I haven't seen it. I thought you hated it. I, no, I didn't. I don't like the movie. Uh, the Watchmen series, I didn't want to watch because I uh, David Lindelof is uh, he uh, made one of my favorite TV shows of all time, which also is my least favorite TV show of all time because of yeah. So just you know, fool me well, once, shame on me. Fool me twice, won't get fooled. I enjoyed. Again. There's the miniseries what? and the boys is good too. So if you're looking for good okay. superhero comic stuff, those are the two right now. You like choose like what TV shows to watch like based off as you you're talking about directors like uh That's fair. You like got out of a relationship with them or something. I think that's fair. That's <laughs> well, like it's... how people should watch stuff, I think. Yeah. Like you should be like I like this director or I don't like this director. I'm I think it, I would be more. I'm more interested in seeing it because it's a, a condensed ten episode thing, right? Because that was the problem with Lost was that Lindelof and Carlton Cuse both 
uh, they clearly didn't have an end game in mind and they were making a lot of shit up and then they would retcon stuff and it became very frustrating. That, that show got ruined because of like too much meddling, too much retconning, too much trying to make everything work and it was a huge mistake. So having a concise, we know what the beginning end of this is, is like, I'm a little more interested in it. But yeah, it's more just like getting burned by a show that I was so into is like, yeah, I'm just not going to waste my time with something I don't think I'm gonna, uh, I might not enjoy. You'll, you get like, you get the right amount of closure with Watchmen. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, yeah. Yeah. People are like wanting more, and he's like, no. And it's like, yeah, because it finished fine. Yeah, I like, saw that. <laughs> don't need yeah. more. I think no. I well. Oh, I keep I've keep coming up with points, but I really I should just be talking about like, wasn't it funny when Donkey talked about the waffles or whatever? <laughs> okay, but everyone knows Shrek. I don't know. Okay, then fine. The ending of Watchmen, <laughs> like it, it, it gives you closure on all the things you want closure on, but it leaves enough stuff open ended that they could bring it back for a second season, but they don't have to, and it's perfect. If they bring they it back for a yeah. second season, I'd want to see like different characters. I think, and uh, I don't know. I guess what I'm looking for in most things superhero is just letting directors and writers like take their turn with uh, characters and stuff. Right. I agree. Because that. that's how they with do it in the, comics. Uh, and then some yeah. comics are really good and some are really bad. That's a, that's a fair argument, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, uh, as a spoof. Donkey is... <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> As a spoof, it's really I I I, this, I guess this week it was my turn to like just be unenthusiastic about it, even though it's a good movie. It still gets like a nine out of ten as a spoof. Makes fun of a lot of things that are relevant at the time. Makes fun of a lot of things that were irrelevant at the time, like fairy tales and um, just overall well-rounded, good goofs. And as a movie, nine out of ten also. It's fine. Show it to your kid. Show it to your grandma. Everyone's going to love it. As a spoof, I think this is a 10 out of 10. Uh, the idea of a fractured fairy tale has been done tons of times. You know, we all remember the Stinky Cheese Man book. We've all read that book, of course. We were all children when that book came out, right? Stuff like that has been around forever. This movie nails it so well that it ruined animated movies for a while. Like, my my to, referencing back to my original point, like, I do think this is... When a spoof movie like this is, it's like Austin Powers, right? Where it's like, it becomes so successful that it defines culture in some way. Like, how is it not a 10 out of 10? This arguably is a more famous thing than a lot of the fairy tales it's making fun of now, which is crazy. That's crazy for a spoof movie to reach that level. Uh, I actually anticipated going first, and I wrote my last sentence in my review was, now Kelly and Scott are going to give this less than a 10, which is going to drive me literally insane. Um, as a movie, though, I actually don't like it as much as you did, Kelly. 8 out of 10. Because I still, still think it's a funny, charming comedy. Nothing amazing. But I do think this is just like a really solid, enjoyable time. Like, we watch a lot of spoof movies, and some of them are really hard to get through. This is one of the ones where it's like, not a moment of... I, I was not struggling the entire... You know what I mean? Like, this movie was just enjoyable the entire time. Yeah. I can't wait to watch this movie when I have really bad eyesight so that I don't have to look at the terrible lighting and animation and <laughs> camera movement. Kelly, I'll give you my glasses and then you yeah. will. <laughs> As a spoof... Yeah, 10 out of 10. This should be a, a platinum spoof. Uh, and as a movie... I'll say nine out of ten too, because like, yeah, again, it's good for the kids, it's good for the grannies, and if it's on at the gym, you can't be mad at it, right? Like, it's it's fine that, yeah, we don't like we don't yeah. mind Shrek at all. Leave it on. No. Hey, Mart. Yes. Yeah, go for Mart. Oh, God. <laughs> What's happening? Oh, did I get uh? Do you have a song for us? Hold on, I'll get him for you. Oh. If it's, yeah, what's up, guys? If it's go what's for if it's go for Mart, then that would s suggest that it's Mart, right? Gentlemen, you know how the lead character of the movie Shrek is always saying, "I'm green. I'm so green. I wish I wasn't so oh, green." God. Well, <laughs> this week's novelty song is "Blue Daba D" by the Italian music group Eiffel 65. Saved. Thought we were gonna get some Kermit action. You know it. 
you love it. Let's hop right into it. This song was the lead single from Eiffel 65's debut album, Europop. It was released in 1998, but became popular internationally later, eventually becoming nominated for a Grammy for Best Dance Recording at the 2001 Grammy Awards. The song is written in the key of G minor, with the vocal range spanning from C to E, and is set in common time with A, well, I would say moderate tempo of 128 beats per minute. Reviews of this song were mixed. Some saw how catchy the song was, but many thought it had childish beats and weird vocal choices. This song was everywhere in our youth, around the same time as Shrek. This made its way on many, now that's what I call music, mixes. But gentlemen, where did this peak on the U.S. Billboard Hot 100 charts? Scott, you go first. Well, you know what I'm going to say, because... I don't I don't play with flourish. I just I go direct. I play to win. I'm going to say this sucker peaked at number 1. I'm going to say this is a trick question. Where it really peaked was in our hearts while we were cosmic bowling <laughs> at night with our middle school bros on a Friday crushing orange crush sodas. All right, check the charts, Marty. It was Does six. it say that? I Wikipedia. Wait. Oh. <laughs> Kelly gets it. It was six. I that's wow. I didn't get it. No, I didn't guess six. I was giving the answer away when I said six because I Wikipedia it before you asked and I fucked up. My bad. I forgot that was a that's segment. Okay. That's why I did my whole cosmic bowling thing. Like if you were cosmic bowling uh, and yes. they didn't play Eiffel 65's Blue Daba Dee Daba Die, were you really cosmic bowling? I think. The bowling ball would just fly out of your hand. What about... And it would uh, go find a different bowling alley. Britney Spears Lucky. Or Toxic by Britney oh, Spears. Oh, Toxic. We want to grind on that the bowling alley. Ew. But Toxic. Marty, what bowling alleys were you Marty's going Toxic. <laughs> Don't you guys go to the BDSM bowling alley? <laughs> okay, Cosmic Bowling was really <laughs> oh frustrating for me because I, tr- I would try. I, would, I like to bowl. I'm trying to get these spares and strikes, and these these mm. light shows are not. Why are you turning the fog machine on right when I'm walking up to the fucking lane, dude? You're gonna make me not get a turkey. Yeah, I'm going for a turkey right now, and you're and you're busting that steam on the on my pins. Gobble gobble. There should be, I think, just like the the professional bowling league, there should be the professional cosmic bowling league where that is an element of play, where they mm. shoot the steam and shoot the laser. <laughs> Confetti. And yeah. you get to try to distract your opponent with, like, bad CGI graphics when they get a spare strike. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the bowling ball Shrek. turns into, like, Jaws or whatever. Yeah. And it eats Shrek shows up in the middle of your alley, and you have to bowl around Shrek's legs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have to bowl around Shrek's legs. Oh, so good. And he goes, not in my alley. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like Shrek. It's a different actor. It's not Shrek. He yeah. says, get in my alley. It's, then fat bastard it's, comes. It's Shredge. <laughs> and yeah, he's he looks similar to Shrek, but for copyright reasons, is not Shrek. Yeah. <laughs> Shredge. Green Ogre. That's what the Halloween costume would be named. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh. Uh, do you guys have any other thoughts on Blue? Any other memories? Anything about the song? I mean, so many, but that's for another podcast that I host called Blue Daba Dee Daba Die. <laughs> is it Blue right. and then parenthesis Daba Dee Daba yeah. Die? It's Daba it Dee. Yes. I think it's just Daba, Daba Dee. Yeah, it is Daba Dee. Yes. Didn't they have like a second hit that was like not nearly as good? I can't remember, but I believe they yeah. did. I think you're right. Uh, I mean, this song was everywhere. Like, this was, like, like you guys are saying. Like, this was, like, not only was it, like, a hit, but it was also, like, it's, again, it's, like, the Shrek thing where it's, like, it just became, like, part of the does it, for such a Does it time. withstand the test of time? I want to ask you, too. What do you guys think? I don't think so. Do you think I only I like know. it because it's nostalgic? Because I honestly think it's not a, it's kind of, it's kind of a, it's kind of a bop. 
I like the like auto tuniness of it. Like there's a lot of like kind of sounds going in there that I. I think it's kind of an average dance song to be honest. With it you. sounds like 100 very... Gex. Well, I'm not a dancer, so I don't look for. When I'm listening to dance songs, I'm not looking for something to dance to. Oh yeah, I'm looking to vibe. I'm looking like yeah. what's gonna get me moving on the dance. And floor? I feel like I could vibe to this song, but also I gotta be real. It's not written by Americans, right? This is from Italy. Italy. Italiano. So there's yeah. yes, there's second the, language, these... and it definitely like the lyrics are very. Uh, this is my second language type lyrics. You mean the part where they say, and everything was blue for him and himself and everybody around? Yes, those parts. When they when they say favorite, but you know it's spelled with a U. <laughs> yeah. They say aluminium. Calor. <laughs> They're like, the millimeters. The garage. <laughs> the, the lift. Are you on the lift? Yeah. Blue was his lift and his blue little garage. <laughs> so, of course, I have a little quiz for you guys this week. And since this week, well, while both these things are, they came out in the 2000s for us, this week is very 90s themed. So I thought it appropriate that we grab our skateboard, snatch our high C ecto cooler from the fridge, toss on our oh, snap boy. bracelets, sit down in front of our television, oh, which is playing the OJ Simpson white Bronco chase, <laughs> kick back, <On> repeat, <laughs> and enjoy this special 90s okay, quiz. Okay, but that's okay, right. This one quiz. more joke. In, in, in America, they okay. were called Eiffel 65, but in okay. in in Europe, they're called Eiffel 19.5. Eight one two because that's the sixty that's sixty five feet is nineteen point eight meters guys that's my joke worth it worth coming back to that <laughs> definitely worth it. this is my last, I, last joke okay this week will be all about the decade of the nineties mostly leaning toward United States trivia and much like any pub trivia these questions are pretty straightforward though I will give hints as needed. There are 10 questions, one for each year of the 90s, and we're going to alternate back and forth, starting with Kelly. So, Kelly, you're going to get question one. Question two will be for Scott. On and on and on. And we're not going to, we're not oh, cheating. So who we're gets no question getting... six? Uh, you do. Okay. Yes, you do. It's actually written for you specifically. Okay, question one. <laughs> Great question, by the way. Six is specifically for you, Scott. Question one, Kelly, in 1990, the Gulf War began when the country of Iraq invaded the country of Kuwait. Who was the president of Iraq at the time of this invasion? Saddam Hussein. Ding, ding, ding. Kelly gets point number one. This is not a very difficult quiz, guys. In 1991, journalist Richard Behar wrote an article titled The Thriving Cult of Greed and Power, which was an investigative piece about the Church of Scientology. Scott, which magazine was this article originally published in? Uh, I'm just going to guess the first magazine I thought of, Marty, and that is Time Magazine. Scott, you're correct. It was Time Magazine. <laughs> Kelly, in 1992, Democrat Bill Clinton was elected president of the United States. Notably, Clinton was elected after winning both the popular vote and the electoral vote, but there was one battleground state that he did not win. In fact... He was. This was the last time a person has won the presidency without winning this state. Name that state. Ohio. Ooh, May Florida. I steal? Florida. Oh. No, you don't get to steal. You don't get to steal. No stealing in this. Florida. So Kelly is uh, still up. Wait, are you still up? No, it's one to one. One to one. On to question four for Scott. In 1993, River Phoenix died of heart failure on the sidewalk outside the West Night Hollywood nightclub, The Viper Room. Which famous actor was a part owner of this club? Oh, boy. I will give you a hint on this one. Please. You could catch scurvy going to this club. Is it the man who plays my favorite captain, uh, Johnny Depp? Yes, correct. Kelly, in 1994, O.J. Simpson and his friend Al Cowlings famously fled from police. What car were they driving? You, the Bronco, the white Bronco. <laughs> Kelly gets it. From yes, the intro. It was from the intro. That's too easy. I wanted to guess Ally McBeal as a joke, and I couldn't. <laughs> Make a Ally McBeal question. <laughs> I have done that. By the way, I have done that on like three or four other quizzes where I've given a hint in the intro, and you that have not wasn't a hint. That was the full on. fucking answer. <laughs> 
I'm sorry. You got sick of us not catching me. your hint, so then you're just like, oh, I'll just, <laughs> I'll just give it to him this Make- time. No, no, nothing like that. <laughs> Scott, in early 1995, which NFL team became the first franchise to win five Super Bowls? This was their fifth Super Bowl win. Are we on question six? Correct, we are. Oh, is it the San Francisco 49ers? It is. Congratulations. My favorite football team. The one I love to follow (laughs) and watch the careers of every member. Scott leads three to two. In 1996, Kelly, which cable news network was launched on U.S. cable systems? What? And if you like a hint, I can give a hint. One more time. In 1996, which cable news network was launched on U.S. cable systems? CNN? Ooh, no, it was Fox. Fox News. Oh, great. The end of civilization. <laughs> yes. All right, I, I take 90s. back everything I've said. We peaked in Wait. 95. <laughs> so Fox has only been around since 1996? Just Fox News. Fox News. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. well, that's still great. I feel it. Damn, that's still surprisingly... Yeah. recent holy shit it was like a brainchild thing of rupert murdoch that they, they like they thought of what if we create a conservative news organization specifically to help yeah what well, we don't need to get into this <laughs> but it's like it was a whole consp- it was a conspiracy well right now i think he was part of that yeah um Scott, though, I have a question for you. In 1997, during a boxing match in Las Vegas, which famous boxer bit off part of Evander Holyfield's ear? Well, I'm thinking of a boxer who once, uh, uh, in an interview, uh, said that he broke his back, and when uh, the interviewer asked him to clarify, he, he just said the word spinal, and that boxer's name is Mike Tyson. It is, correct. Ding, ding. Kelly, in 1998, which former professional wrestler was elected governor of the state of Minnesota? What? Dude, come on. Why don't you have Scott the wrestling questions? (laughs) Oh, come on. Okay. Hint. He is not a pet detective, but he might be related to him. Uh, Jesse Ventura there. Yes. That's a big hint. (laughs) Well, Scott's, I gave Scott a pretty big hint earlier, too. So for this final question, Scott, this Wait, one... Wait, are, are we all tied up? Are we? Have we just... Uh, no, you are up one point. Oh, okay. So in this final question, Kelly can steal this one. In 1999, a monumental event happened that would shake the foundations of spoof movies to their very core. The Matrix was released, along with its invention, Bullet Time. Now, this film was nominated for and won four Academy Awards. For this final question, name the four categories The Matrix was nominated and won for at the Academy Awards. Okay. Scott, you can take the first guess. Well, let's, let's make this interesting. What if we alternate? Yeah, go one at a time. Okay. Well, I will say uh, best is best visual effects a category? Scott gets the first one. Okay. Kelly. Best uh, score. Ooh, uh, I can't give it to you. Okay, I'm not offended. I'll give it to. You. <laughs> oh, okay. is it is it best? Oh no! Well, it's like best original I'm soundtrack. On... I'll oh, give it to you. It's Kelly. song. It was, it's song, it's, right? No, he. It's best sound. Uh, so that's like it's all that's kind of mixed in there, and everybody gets that confused. So I'm gonna give that one to Kelly. All right. Best so, sound Scott, design. Your next guess. Uh, geez, I don't even know what to. It's it, it can't be acting, right? Oh, best screenplay, best original screenplay. Incorrect. Kelly, you can tie Scott with this correct answer. What is uh the? It's called like what? Best uh, screenplay adapted or whatever. Best. Mm. I don't remember what it's called. Yeah, adapted screen. That is a category. Best yeah, that is a category, screenplay. but it did not. Nope. I don't know. I don't. I can't think of. A, I okay. Maybe okay. How about this? Best, um, best supporting <laughs> actor. No. Fucking okay. You know, I tested this on uh, my wife oh, cool. before this whole quiz. Uh, before testing it, doing it to All you right. guys, and she answered the exact same things you guys did. Best so. actor. Nope. Big swing. <laughs> okay. Do you want me to just tell you at this point? Wait, wait. Can we just go like rapid fire? What are the fucking other categories? Best sci-fi film. 
Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> best green. Best use of the color green. Okay. I'll go from the director, top. Every director of photography. Of. You've got picture, director, director for, or cinematography, lead actor, lead actress, supporting actor, supporting actress, costume design, uh, film okay. editing, sound effects best editing. film editing. Sound. <laughs> Kelly gets it. <laughs> that was one of them. Oh. That was one of them. Uh, was cinematography one? No, it was not. Was costume design one? Nope. Best I did say audio it, editing. Sound effects sound editing. Effects yes. editing. Kelly wait, wait, that's different than the one Kelly said before? Yes. There's two sound ones? Yes. There's it's it's technically sound mixing and sound editing. So those are two oh. that's what they're called now. Back then they were called best sound and best sound effects mis- mixing. Uh yes, Kelly wins by <laughs> Wow. I had you in the palm of my hand the whole time, Scott. I know it's it's because you knew I would do, be be uh, so bold to make that wager with you. All I had to do That's was uh, wait for Marty to give me the answers. <laughs> Can't the fool best this guy. Quiz. <laughs> well, gentlemen, that's going to do it for the quiz this week. That was a long one, so the first quiz well. this week. Because Scott, gentlemen. Do you have a novelty product for us? I do. I do, and I will show it to you now. You know how uh, every week when we do the podcast, uh, we kind of have like a debate over like what is and isn't a uh, novelty product? Well, anyway. Yes. <laughs> I remember this. This is my uh, novelty product. It's just a, it's a little statue of a, a boy uh, playing the saxophone. I love it. A little tchotchke... <laughs> Of a boy, he's he looks it's like he's little, in like sort of like eighteen hundreds garb. Yeah, he's cut off at I think the worst spot they could cut him off at. Is that a piece oh, of God, decoration from the Bioshock the games? It gets to us. It does look like it's from the Bioshock games. Yeah, for it's the horrifying. listener, I'm holding it like a centimeter away from the camera, and yeah, it sort of has like these like creepy like moon eyes, these creepy like. Sort of like precious moments, but on. Just- so yeah, what do you guys think of this uh, f- uh, funny novelty product? It's very funny. I love it. <laughs> it's so novel too. That's the best part about it. I feel like you guys are being sarcastic. No, I mean it. Wait, <laughs> oh, are you doing the thing you did last week, but with the products? What no. thing? <laughs> oh no! What's in your right hand? There, I don't Scott? have a thing. What's in your right hand, Scott? I don't have. Uh, what do you mean? I Scott, just, I need uh, to see both your hands. Uh, yeah, oh. here's, here's... Okay, well, do you want to no. see my other hand? I want to see your left hand now. Okay. Uh, oh, it's, okay, well, there it's, it is. Oh, 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 it's empty, too. Damn. I could swear you had All something right, in one of those hands. All right, you caught me. There's two statues. Uh. There's the, the boy playing saxophone, and then there's a girl, a girl statue. She's covering her ears because he's bad. It's insane. Now that is a novelty product. Insane. <laughs> Why aren't those mounted outside your home on your railing? <laughs> because I haven't found enough rubber cement to uh, stick them on. Yeah, these these just sit on the shelf. It's a funny gag. I think the the further apart you have them, the funnier it is, too. I think so, too. I do agree with that. I, I think, think I would... if you have one in the attic and then one in yeah. the basement. Yeah, I, like I, I, I'm funnier. digging a pit in my basement. I have a 20-foot pit in my basement. I think it'd be real good if, yeah, if you put, like, one in your living room and then one in, like, a bathroom. And in the living room, it's like a talking point. You're like, why do you have that statue of the girl covering your ears? Yeah. And you just shrug. And then later I'm on, like, when they're pissing, you hear them Just keep, uh, yeah. <laughs> keep eating these beans and sauerkraut. You'll see why. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a novel wow. product, Scott. What a Brilliant. product this week. Brilliant. Two products. Yeah, I guess Gosh. if you think about it. It would be weird to just have the, especially the girl covering her ears. Like, what is this? Why would that you have this? That would be this? odd. Yeah. The the boy playing the instrument, fine. The girl covering your ears, is this like a weird see no evil, hear no evil thing? Yeah. Like, yeah. It'd be... <laughs> oh, wait a minute. I'm uh, sorry, Kelly, go ahead. It's a... I gotta think of the right reference to make for this joke to work, so... Never mind. You guys go. While you're while you're mulling over uh, the perfect little Judd Apatow reference over there... I got a quiz for you, baby. 
So this is sort of a music themed uh, music themed novelty product. So I got a music themed quiz. So this quiz is I'm going to name a musician, and you are to guess their uh, hometown. Now, should one of you not get it, the person who guesses the closest proximity Ooh, to their I hometown like will get it. So, all right. Uh, with the explanation out of the way, the first artist in our hometown music quiz is the band Kiss. Where is Kiss from? Buzz. Kelly. Detroit. Wait, they're not from Interesting Detroit. guess. Interesting guess. Marty. Damn, I'm I'm gonna go uh Ann Arbor, just in case it's not Detroit. <laughs> well uh now Kelly, I I imagine you guessed that because they have that famous song Detroit Rock City. Yeah, I also thought they were from Michigan, but maybe I'm wrong. Well, I'm afraid that that song has misled you. They're from New York, New York. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Kelly still gets it. <laughs> yeah, we have to find... I, okay, Detroit is more Detroit, more easterly. Okay, yeah, well, there yeah, you go. Yeah. All right, Point Kelly. <laughs> the next artist in our hometown Picture. music quiz. A little lady Look by the name out. of Madonna. Uh, buzz, buzz, buzz. Marty. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a swing and just guess... New York City once again. I was Kelly. That's a great guess. I was thinking Care to the w- same thing. Maybe they're all from New York City. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'll well, do. Da, 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 um, Seattle. All right. Madonna is from Bay City, Michigan. Oh no! Oh, you are going to have to do some calculations. Uh, I think I no, get that. Go. For sure. uh, I'm yeah. gonna say yeah. Point point, Marty. All right, Thank we're all God tied up. Montana, Montana really takes up a lot of that that, that space <laughs> that westerly quadrant. Yeah. Uh, the next artist, Adam Levine of Maroon Five. Where's Adam Levine from? Florida. I'm gonna say oh, Miami. Cleveland. <laughs> Once again, going opposite side. That's not the oh, opposite. That's in the make, middle of I the think country. it's Point Kelly. I think it's Point Kelly. Uh, he's from Los Angeles, California. Damn. Yeah. I'll take okay. it. So Kelly's up two to two one. Two to one. Two to one, Kelly. The next entrant on our list, Miss Beyonce Knowles. Miami. I'm going to go Los Angeles. <laughs> You guys keep really splitting the difference. Oh. She's from Houston, Texas. Yeah, rather she famously. Her songs. Yeah. God, I was gonna say I just remembered like half her songs reference Texas. Oh. I was like, God so damn who's it. closer? I, I think I think Kelly is closer. What did he guess? Miami. He, uh, Miami. Los Angeles is much closer. Oh, whatever. We're looking this up now. Look it Go up. Look it up. Miami's look on the up. tip of Florida. You guys. Look it up. It's not closer. Yeah, but that Gulf is just uh well which end of uh, which end of Texas is Hold Houston? On. Are we doing driving yeah, distance, what distance or are we doing are we as doing? the crow flies? As the crow flies. flies, of course. Oh my god, fuck. What do you that. mean driving distance? <laughs> what as the what crow is it? flies? Houston Music Texas? doesn't take roads, Marty. <laughs> it flies through the air. Houston to LA and Houston to Miami. We'll do Miami to Houston to to uh LA. Yeah. Marty, you're way off. I am. I'm confident. This is kind of a no. geography quiz, too. It's definitely closer. Really, I, I, you think you're learning about music? No, I'm teaching you about these wonderful United States we live in. Okay, from As Miami to Houston, one thousand one hundred and eighty-nine miles. This is by car because I don't know. I'm not. I don't know what app to use for not. All right, by fine. Car. Marty gets his way. Yeah. No, yeah, wait. Yeah, whatever. What, what's it from? Los Angeles. No, no, no! I'm saying Marty gets his ways, oh, okay, and yeah, yeah. he he wanted to go by road, not Driving by just, as yeah, the crow flies. But the official measurement: uh, one thousand five hundred and sixty-one from Houston to LA. Suck it, Marty! What was 1, yours? One thousand one hundred and eighty-nine. Really? Yeah, I mean, there's a road closure really? by Beaumont. <laughs> 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 that was 
just guarantee oh. we're gonna do like a hundred more episodes of the show. That was the funniest thing you've ever said. Oh, oh my god. Oh my god. Okay, Kelly's up three to one. Yeah, I'm, he might get an extra point. Uh, <laughs> Fuck, he should. No, I'm I'm concede that one. That's fine. You can take an extra one for that. All right, the next entrant on our list, and this one is sort of, I had Kelly in mind with this one, Uh, Mr. Lenny Kravitz. (laughs) Why was I in mind? (laughs) I don't know. Atlanta? Buzz, Atlanta? Uh, Okay, Kelly. Think think hard, Kelly. He wishes that he could fly, (laughs) that he could fly, (laughs) so very high, Mm -hmm. just Just like like a dragonfly, so dragon, uh Door County. Door County, Wisconsin. <laughs> oh. All right. I think it's Point Marty. He is from uh, New York, New York. What? What did Marty guess? It might be pretty close. It might be pretty close. I said Atlanta. I think Atlanta is closer, but. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> feel free to look it up. If you want to contest it, Kelly, feel free to look I'm, it up. See where the closures yeah, you are. Can, you can start. A lot of construction in the summer, so. <laughs> <laughs> what? They're all I-90 from New York, New York. Closed, so. Atlanta to New York. <laughs> Okay, this this next one I definitely had Kelly in mind for. The band Blues Traveler. Oh, Where God. does Blues Traveler originate from? Marty, Chicago. Po- Portland, <clears throat> Oregon. All right, it's it's Point Marty. They are from Princeton, New Jersey. Ooh. Nice. 4 to 3? 4 to 3. Come on, baby. Give me five right. points in this last Four question. questions remain. Oh, shit. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, and this one, uh, this one, uh, I ask with Marty in mind, where is Iggy Pop? The musical Ooh. artist Ignatius Popular, where is he from? He is from Detroit, Michigan. New York, New York. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's Point Marty. He is not from Detroit. He's from Muskegon, All right, that's Michigan. Oh, he's right on the coast then. That's where the uh, isn't that where the uh, yeah it is. Willie Michigan Nelson. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, so specific to Wisconsin, Scott. Willie Whoa. Nelson. He has got to be from Tejas. I'm gonna say Dallas, Texas. De- we'll go north side. Of the uh, state. I'll do Denver, Colorado. <laughs> okay, it is because of weed. <laughs> because he loves to smoke. Uh, it's going to be Point Marty, Abbott, Texas. Abba, Abbott, Abba's Abbott. from the UK. Yeah. <laughs> I take that's also not right. Uh, I take the lead. Five. Oh, no, four. I have to take a point away. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this one. Uh, I I don't mean to be controversial here, but I have to ask. Marilyn Manson. Where is Marilyn Manson from? Oh, the only place where you can raise someone that fricked up is Salt Lake City, Utah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm gonna go... uh, I'll go uh, St. George, Utah. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, we're gonna gonna have to get into some Utah geography because he's not from there at all. Where is he from, Scott? Where I the can fuck tell you. He's from Canton, Ohio. Uh, Kelly gets. Where's St. George? St. George is south. Yeah, it's I win. Like it's, it's the biggest city close to Zion National Park. Okay, I win that yeah, one. You get that one for sure. We tied. <laughs> that was the last wait, one? wait, oh. wait. <gasps> one question remains. My heart. Where? Is Miss Ariana Grande from? I, once again, I gotta go with the Big Apple. Huh. Interesting guess. Interesting guess. Kelly, what do you say? I'm browsing the map. Go. Are you gonna go borough <laughs> specific? Look for the state that looks like a ponytail. Uh. Bend, Oregon. <laughs> <laughs> and Marty said to me, I think it's point Marty. She's from Boca Raton, Florida. Yeah, it's Marty. Yeah, I would, yeah, yeah. Well, well, there you have it. I learned Marty a lot. takes it by. <laughs> you learned some. I learned how close Florida and Texas are to each other. That's for sure. Yeah, the whole the whole east side of the country is like a bunch of states squished together, and then that western yeah, would... half is a bunch of big states way far apart. 
I always forget that, that it's like, it takes so long to drive through any of the western states, but the eastern states, it takes like two hours to get through the whole coast, basically. Yeah. It's yeah. so they're, short. <laughs> they were like, hold on, we gotta make 50 of these things? <laughs> they really spread out the west. <laughs> they're like, eh. <laughs> There's, it's like there's two Dakotas, okay? There's when you two put, like when you uh, uh, on your like term paper, you make like the commas like point thirteen <laughs> size font, like. <laughs> That's Kansas. They're just like the whole thing is Kansas. Uh, now like, founding fathers, the country is due by midnight. Like. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Jefferson just. Oh, uh, we gotta pull this thing uh, out. We, we purchased Louisiana. We have to break it up into yeah. something and make it three states. Oh, no. I just did the count. It's only 49. We'll just split Dakota in two parts. <laughs> Wait. No, that uh, we miscalculated. That leaves 49. Um, Carolina, you. <laughs> I'm looking at you next, Virginia. <laughs> We're going to take off that western little nub you've got there. We're going to take it right off of you. <laughs> Wow, this is some really good geography humor we're doing. <laughs> Why don't we just add Puerto really Rico? Good. No. <laughs> we like the nice yeah. even number. 51's too we don't weird. To, yeah, <laughs> printing new flags. Ugh. Yeah, the tyranny of even numbers. I can't believe none of those musicians were from Alaska. <laughs> yeah, I thought of oh, maybe next time I'll do an all fifty states if we're if we're oh, really man, if we're really hard episode. for content. I love it when we do the sequel to Little oh, Train God. Robbery. I'll do that as the quiz. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We gotta wrap. We gotta wrap this up. Yeah, it's time. It's time. All right. People boys. are gonna think well, we spent an hour and ten minutes talking about Shrek when we did the very opposite. They're gonna be so disappointed. They're gonna be so disappointed. <laughs> oh, finally, they're gonna really like, dig oh, deep into this yeah. one. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the review Donkey and Shrek. The movie review. We literally go into like seven different other franchises and like. T- <laughs> it's been like fifteen about minutes talking about, talk about what Academy Awards the Matrix won. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> it's relevant you know what you to get Shrek. When you tune in. It's gonna be in the description. I'll I'll write a disclaimer. This is not an hour on just Shrek. We talk about other things yeah. too. You know how those those Shrek freaks are like. Thirsty for content. Oh man, they're banging on my door right yeah, now. Yeah, you don't hear them. <laughs> they're yelling, "Get out of my swamp!" That's a Shrek reference. <laughs> don't you understand? All right. Well, on that note, we gotta get the hell out of here. We truly and really appreciate it. Thank you for listening this week. Bye bye. Mm-hmm.